I V M. Welcome to another episode of IVM Likes. Uh, today I am sitting with Naveen, who's our one of our producers, who produces a show called Geek Fruit and Cyrus, and in fact hosts his own show called Keeping It Queer. Yes. And we have special guest Alika on the show, Ooh, who does all our amazing design work for us. And I'm Sharanya, and uh, so we're going to do. Naveen's going to recommend a TV show. Alika's going to recommend a book, and mm. I'm going to recommend a podcast. And in our uh, second segment that we still have not named. We're going to discuss in fictional characters that inspired us to do something. I mean, may not be really important stuff. May not even be wise inspirations. But we did something. All right, so let's start this episode. Um, let's start with Naveen, who's going to recommend a movie. No, a TV show. Damn it, a TV <laughs> show. All right, so uh, so I I'm not a big fan of anime uh, as such. You know, people usually recommend a lot of anime to me, and I'm like whatever. But then I saw uh, Netflix's trailer for Death Note, which came out and it's coming out mm. on August 25. on August 25 it's a it's a movie uh, and it's again like been to controversies about whitewashing and and they hiring William Defoe as as a one of the central characters and I'm a big William Defoe fan I wanted to study what he played so when I researched what he played it was like it was a demon hmm. a demon of death and hmm. I researched the show a little bit more and I found out that it's actually based off a manga which hmm. is now a a proper series of 37 episodes called Death Note right and in that is basically a book falls down from the Shinigami world from the dead god world hmm. into human world and a high school student picks it up now this kid is a genius and is bored of life in general so he wants to spice it up by basically killing criminals Off by writing their name on the book, so his first attempt is just like a trial, and one of the main criminals who's right now hosting hosting a kind of he's kind of has a bunch of kids under hostage, hmm. so he kills him first, and he's like, okay, this worked, so he hmm. starts killing criminals left, right, and center, and soon enough, the, the dead god himself comes down and talks to him like in his very menacing and he's got a very weird tone. So the dead god says that there are some rules to it; you can't just go around killing people; you have to like. think about it and you have to be practical about it so he does that and this kid is too smart for his own good and nobody can actually match him there's no there's no cops who can catch him or anything there's, so there's an investigator who's brought in who's called L there's hmm. no idea who the person is okay. and to kill the person this kid needs their name and their face and because he does not know L's name and face he can't kill that person oh, okay and now L is the only one who's smart enough to kind of like you know down kind of track him down basically huh. so for example there's a scene where he first addresses the killer this they call him kira huh. based on the english word killer and he says that i'm going i he brings out a person and says that i am l and i'm hmm. here to find you and he writes a book and that's a dummy criminal who is planted on the hmm. press conference ah, okay. and they like this part this broadcast was only in japan and it was only meant for like this this area huh. so i know you're in japan now so like the entire the world is gone only ah, japan so okay. he narrows the investigation down so from being like a mystical You know that kind of thing. It becomes a thriller and okay. stays like a thriller for the. Nice. Thing. So it's investigative plus it's kind yeah. of uh, outsmarting. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Okay, so they nice. are both outsmarting each other at every huh. at every step. And I was really invested in this. I really liked like they they kind of. So the main problem I have in anime, uh, from what I watch, is the over the top uh, expression mm. and the loud noises and the voices of the girl characters are just whatever. <laughs> but but they have toned it down in this one and mm. they actually have great music, great uh, storytelling, great dialogue, great. Uh, character arc so i think this is a great recommendation to watch and if the movie turns out to be shit then this is definitely <laughs> what you should first watch oh, okay plan. so nice. it's called death note uh, it's made by sugumi oba hmm. he actually nobody knows sugumi oba's gender either they oh, don't know okay. his face so he is based l of his own personality that's so really interesting amazing. that way amazing yeah 
uh, every time I hear William Dafoe's name, hmm. I think of this really bad joke. I'm pretty sure you've heard it. On, uh, I think it was on How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Where William Dafoe's name sounds like a frog Dufo. and a parrot. Yeah, yeah. Willem. Willem. Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall doesn't say it on the lip. I remember this. Yeah. I've been spared of this joke all this time. <laughs> See, now you can never unknow it. Yeah. I know. All right, next up, Ali Khan. Okay, so I'm going to recommend uh, an anthology for a change, not a book per se. It's called Rogues. Um, it was released like, I think, a couple of years ago, in tw- uh, 2014, hmm. I think around June. So it's a bunch of uh, original short stories written by lots of different authors. A lot of them are like fantasy, sci-fi authors. I'll give, okay. I'll give you their names soon. Uh, edited by George R.R. R. Martin and Gardner oh. Dozois. Oof. Now I'm excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a cross-genre anthology, but it's got like a theme. So the uh-huh. theme is rogues. It's all about, you know, your anti-heroes, your swashbucklers, wow. your opportunistic highwaymen, your uh, crime syndicate people. And uh, it's all, it's across a lot of genres. So you have fantasy, you have sci-fi, you have... um historical fiction crime stories whatever 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 um and there are stories by a lot of big names mm-hmm. so you have uh, and i'm by the way in the middle of reading this so i haven't okay. actually read all the stories but the ones i've read so far so good <laughs> uh, so <laughs> you there's stories by george r r martin there's stories by patrick rothfuss um which i guess is set in the same universe as his uh, the name of the wind mm-hmm. series Uh, there's a story by Neil Gaiman, which is set in his Neverwhere series. Oh, oh nice! nice. It's, oh my God, not excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's called How the Marquis Got His Coat Back. Uh-huh. It's set um, with uh, the character of the Marquis Doug Cabarrus, if I'm mm. not wrong, mm. from the Neverwhere series. Uh, it's got a story by Garth Nix, who's written the um, Abhorson trilogy, mm. and um, Paul Cornell has written a story in it. He's written episodes for Doctor Who. I don't know if okay. you guys remember. Yeah. There were a bunch of episodes he wrote. If only um, the writers got as much coverage. I know. Also, yeah. Yeah. I know that would uh, well. There are some who got so coverage. So I have seen you lug this book around. It's yeah. not a short book. So how yeah, long are each book. of the uh, stories by each of the others? I mean, they are like about twenty, thirty pages. Okay, each. so they're they're kind of short stories only. Yeah, they're okay. short stories. They're like twenty-one stories in this. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's not bad. And the book's great for like weightlifting. Yeah, <laughs> just so you know. I see your shoulder muscles are really. Yeah, I know the biceps, all, man. <laughs> they're all bulging. Yeah. I feel so powerful. I'm gonna get it on my Kindle. Yeah. Make my brain bigger. Big right? <laughs> There's some really interesting stories there, so I'm gonna tell you like about my two favorite ones. Okay. okay. So uh, my favorite one is written by Scott Lynch, who's written the Lies of Locke Lamora hmm. series. I love that series. Oh my god, I don't know anybody else who's read it. Alika, <laughs> let's talk after the show. Let's do that. Oh, talk on the show. That's the whole point of the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I need a I need an episode dedicated to the Lies of Locke Lamora. Okay, Lamora. cool. Let's do that. Coming soon. <laughs> yes. Uh, so he wrote one a story called A Year and a Day in Old Theradine, and it's amazing. There's oh. like a bar made out of the skeleton of a dragon. There are people oh. who have been turned to statues and carry lamps because they've been criminalized. It's really cool. Sorry, I have weird tastes in fiction. And my second favorite story is again is one by Michael Swanwick, which is um, I think it was called uh, Tony Petticoats. Hmm. Uh, it's set in an alternate history New Orleans, and the vibe is amazing. Again, they are like zombies in the fields. They are sea serpents who carry a uh, you know carriage. They are pygmy mastodons who drag the um like pirate booty through the fields. It's the settings are amazing. It's a good way to get into these authors as well. Yeah. If you haven't read them or you yeah. haven't heard of yeah. them, yeah, it's like a gateway to their yeah. writing. Yeah, like a gateway drug to writing. To writing, yes. Yep. yes. To sci-fi, and it's mostly. I mean, that is the genre primarily, right? 
No, I mean, I've there are a bunch of like mm, crime stories which are set in modern day with okay. like, cell phones and stuff and all that. Okay. So uh, there's there's like a lot of stuff for everyone. There's sci-fi. There's fantasy. There's like a thriller story hmm. there. There's a horror story in there also. So this dragon bar does the wing also have bones or how is it exactly? <laughs> so there is a wing which extends and like each of the bones goes into a separate area and oh. each of the bones houses like rooms. Okay. And uh, yeah, so you can like there's a room for like only drinks. There's hmm. a room for um other pleasures in. Oh yes. And near the lung is where they all come to, <laughs> you know, warm the themselves up. The lung is like, yeah. Okay, never mind. All right. What, what is the book called again? It's called Rogues. Okay. And uh, it's, I mean, there's m- multiple authors. So edited yes. by, I guess, George R. R. Martin is what you can look for. You can find yeah. it online in India. Uh, well, I ordered mine off Amazon, so yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Perfect. Thank awesome. you, Alika. Last recommendation. Yes, I'm going to recommend a podcast today. Um, and the reason I'm going to recommend this is because. Everybody is talking about it, and so I was a little like, oh, I don't wanna. <laughs> uh, but I did start listening to it because literally all of my friends were like, "Have you heard it?" Because uh, people come to me for podcast stuff, yeah. uh, and I'm like, uh, I don't think I listened to it. It's, uh, but I did, and it's genuinely great. It's by the same guys who made Serial and This American Life. The editor is uh, Brian Reed, who hosts the show as oh, well. Um, basically, um, S Town stands for Shed Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a small town in Alabama where um, Brian Reed, um, after serial was over, mm-hmm. he started getting emails from a lot of people, right? So one of these guys called John B. McElmore wrote to them about how he lives in this shit town in Alabama and it's the worst place. And uh, he like you know he's like you guys need to come down here and see how horrible the situation is. Shit so- town Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that. So, um, so Brian Reed basically was like intrigued, talked to him for a little bit on email and realized that this guy, while kind of wacko, is also very smart and, you know, thinks a lot about the world and really hates this town. He's an old mm. dude. He's like 49 years old, lives with his mother who has Alzheimer's. Um, so at one point, Joel writes to him saying that there was a murder in the town of a mm. young boy. Uh, basically, the kids were partying and they got into a fight and they were all obviously high on many substances and there was a little fight and one guy was murdered and the, the city basically shut down that news completely. There was no investigation and in fact, the guy who did do the murder mm. goes around bragging about it. Okay. So, Brian Reed, Reed is really intrigued by the story. So, he's like, I maybe I'll come down there. Mm. So, he comes down and uh, the first couple of episodes basically just have him talking to people in the town who keep saying, yeah, he was bragging outside like this shop outside that day. He was mm. telling us he murdered this kid. Um, but what the show within the first two episodes you know that this is that something is going on that is literally a layers and layers under this alleged murder it's and this murder to be discovered yes, yes. Um, what was really interesting to me was that uh, when I started listening to it it's obviously it's a constructed show so it means it goes from uh, Randy's voiceovers to telephone calls to uh, multiple voices that keep in, being introduced it means you have to pay attention mm. Um, uh, so and these phone calls on document these are the worst it's a little like, because they actually put, like voice calls and then you have to be like what yeah. are they saying I mean the voice the clarity is still it's okay it's mm. not really bad in this but mm. it is very difficult to get into like trying to understand who this person is mm. which is what they're setting up completely uh, within the first two episodes uh, there's a big twist okay uh, there are mm. only eight episodes they put out all the episodes together because it's like I mean that's the way of life now yeah, we binge everything, binge everything yeah. uh, even a podcast <laughs> Um, so I have I'm done with I have two more episodes left um, okay. and uh, not only was I extremely surprised I genuinely felt sadness <laughs> and I felt like oh my god 
the whole range yeah all my emotions were out on display <laughs> to this to this podcast and i have two more episodes left which is uh, my plan for the weekend you know just uh, sit by myself cry a little bit mm. uh, listen to this podcast solid weekend um, plan exactly exactly if you don't cry then what's the point uh, of course that's life mm. uh, i scheduled it in my journal <laughs> crying this saturday uh, in a position <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the show is called s town um, and i i really recommend it if you like serial and if you like any of the this american life series because mm. they are um, they're trying to obviously show you a life that's very very different from what do you think of america and what do you think of the world uh, where people live in small towns where uh, you know gossip is an inherent quality that is just something people do all yeah. the time and in fact a lot of them are either really poor Are really rich, hmm. you know, but they all still live the same lifestyle because yeah. that is all you can do. But we we hear about the redneck belt a lot, but we exactly. never really get a glimpse exactly. of their life. Everybody just makes like you you do your own sister kind of jokes. That's the that's, that's the maximum level. Of, that's true. Yeah. Um, what's in what's really interesting about the story is that um, it subverts what you think it is in the beginning. So mm-hmm. I suggest that you, if you're going to start listening to it, listen to the first two episodes together, uh, just so you get the full feel. You know, uh, and then you can obviously go ahead as you want. But the first two episodes, God, listen to it together. It for, like forms a great story arc hmm. that is genuinely amazing. And yes, check out S Town, the podcast. Right. Where can we hear this? Everywhere, iTunes. Uh, they've got their own website your, as well. Yeah, they've got I, a website, so you can out, listen yeah. to it on their website as well. It goes hmm. through chapters. Okay, it's very uh, easy as well. You just scroll down yeah. as you go along. It goes through chapters, and it's really well designed. It's a really beautiful website, and every chapter has like a um, an object. That like like there's a maze and a sand timer and clocks because oh. uh, the guy John McEnroe who we're talking to fixes clocks for a living. Okay. Um, it's a uh, very good guys. There's a lot of clock metaphors and time ticking metaphors. It's interesting. Yes. S down also called shut down. Also, so like let's uh, round up the recommendations. Yes. So Naveen, you recommended that note by Sugumi Oba. It's an anime series. Uh, I recommended Rogues, an anthology edited by George R R Martin and Gardner Dozois. Awesome, and I recommended S Town the podcast. Uh, That's it. Let's take a small break and be back. Yeah. Let's go into our second segment. Yes. So this is this is going to be really interesting. Um, today we're going through a list of characters, fictional characters from TV shows or books and movies that inspire us to do something. And I don't mean inspire us in a way of you know life changing i'm going to now conquer the world more of um, you know i want to try and dress like this person or i'm going to get into dance because of this person i think the first uh, i was trying to think about this this morning and the first couple of things that i thought of was um there was you know there was this book that i read when i was in the 7th standard called arthur haley's the evening news hmm. which is basically like a uh, it's a really dramatic book okay in retrospect it's not an amazing book but in 7th standard i thought it was the shit i was mm-hmm. like this is what i want my life to be mm. it's called the evening news and it's a bunch of uh, news reporters who are being held hostage uh, whose kids are being held hostage by terrorists that they are reporting on and they're trying to investigate and mm. in 7th standard i had just started to harbor thoughts of being a journalist <laughs> so i just Aww. felt like this is the this is the thing yeah. you know and i uh, it was honestly there's really no um, other inspiration because when i was in school uh, you know you had the essay comp- essays and you had to write those 10 mark answers that you had yes. to so yeah. i remember my science teacher once said to me that you wrote a great answer because you know i it's nice that you didn't like know all the words and you wrote it in your own words you mm. should think about writing literally that's what you said yeah. for an answer i wrote about like plant cell or something <laughs> and i really thought like yeah i should totally be a writer i went to journalism school after but for that. english teachers bullshit always buys you know like <laughs> yeah, they, they always like i wrote a report on some random shit i remember once about saving a kid on a beach i didn't even know how to swim <laughs> i made this entire jargon and she like yeah look at this 
nine months. So I'm like this. So I don't buy English teachers yeah. selling you I think, as the best thing. I, I think know, I'm also my, embarrassed by a lot of stuff that I was inspired for. Like, you know, um, like in school when people started reading Catcher in the Rye and everybody oh, yeah. wanted to be that. I don't want to be that. Mm. But J.D. Salinger had an other book called Franny and Zoe. Where, uh, of course, these are like these super smart kids who don't, uh, the world doesn't understand them kind of shit. And in, in the book, Zoe, who's the guy, uh, has a door in his room that is covered with like quotations, like mm. philosophical and spiritual texts that he mm. found like inspiring. And I really, at some point, did that to my closet door where I would put down, I would like write down quotes from books I read because mm. I wanted to seem so smart and was so stupid. Um, we just felt like a like the cool guy in the book is doing it. I should do it too. People should walk into my closet and know what I'm about. Yeah. Then soon it just disintegrated to like photos of Harry Potter and shit. So. And termites eating into the. Yeah, that too. That oh too. My. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything that you might inspire? Uh, so I remember when I was uh, I was in college for the first time. Like I was hardly 16, and and I would come back home every day. And uh, I was still not a TV show fanatic. I would, mm. I would watch a lot of movies, but never really got into like proper seasons of TV shows. But Z Cafe back then had uh, the Wonder Years playing Ooh, on a, on a stretch, like you know, they would play like five episodes on one go. And Diwali was like <laughs> Diwali vacation was entire day would be Wonder Years. So I binged on that show, and it, it like it spoke to me on so many levels. Like this is my show, this is my life. Oh God, really? So much so that like I looked at Kevin Arnold and I would buy Lacoste T-shirts <laughs> just because I wanted like the sneakers. Look like a generic American. Bar. Yeah, and I I didn't even like I'm gay, so I don't even have that kind of. Like, you know, I wanted a Vinny in my life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, how do I find a Vinny now? Kiss under a tree, you know. Then run away from home and all that. Like I would, I would like. I would, yeah. This is me, like you know. Yeah. And because towards the end of the show, you see his angst coming through. You see, yeah. like I think not, if you see it at the right time in your life, yeah, you would identify it with that angst. Actually, makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. And like my dad and I didn't get along well. Like he and his dad did yeah. not get along. You know, in terms of yeah. like in principles basically so I, I mean I imagine myself running away from home and all that so I was like really into Kevin Arnold I think I was into Kevin Arnold more than I got inspired by him at this point but that is a, that's the thing right it's the same thing yeah and yeah, like I cried thing. when the show got over oh, and yeah. for the longest time Aww. that character stayed with me you know yeah. and, like in terms of just like being this foolhardy character who has nothing right going for him but nothing wrong either like you yeah. know things are somewhat good but things are also sometimes shit correct that's the whole point of my life correct that's, and then the second character I would like to really uh See that I got inspired by was Harvey Milk. Hmm. Uh, I watched the movie Milk first instead of yeah, researching the the life of Harvey Milk, who was uh, a prominent gay activist, activist. Who was like he became an activist at the age of forty when he realized that you know it's high time now to talk about it. And uh, the thing he said has stayed with me for the longest time. He said that if you are gay, then go and talk to your friends and family, and if they know you for who you are, they'll accept you no matter what. And to this day, it's been true. I've told that to a lot of other people, and I'm like, this is an inspiration that hmm. this man has lived. And Sean Penn played the character yeah, oh, impeccably. Oh, so good, so good. And then I found out that he beat Madonna with a bag, so I don't know about I don't know how I feel about that now. You can pick it, pick and choose your inspiration. That's all right. Yep. Uh, Alika, come on, give us those stories, dude. Oh man. Okay, so uh, I was a big comics fan growing up, and uh, I'm pretty sure like half the population who's ever read a comic, X Men were my thing. X Men were my thing in a lot of ways. Okay, so I wanted to be every single X Man. Okay, I picked up quirks from every single X Man. Okay, so uh, let's face it. When I saw the cartoon series, Gambit was my favorite. Mm. He was pretty uh-huh. much every girl's favorite. Deal with it. So uh, I started uh, trying to talk in a Cajun accent. That didn't work out. I started trying to learn French. That really didn't work out. Uh, I bought hand fingerless gloves and I would yes. wear them everywhere. I would pay you genuine money if you wore those to office tomorrow. I will yeah. wear them to office. Monday. I will wear them to office yes. on Monday for you. Yes. I, I still fingerless have them. Fingerless gloves. I still have them. The style statement of 
Never. Yeah, I know. This was a very nineties thing. Okay, right. fingerless gloves were in then, and uh, yeah, then there were like. Then I one positive thing I got from the X Men was uh, Kitty Pride. Hmm. She was a tech genius, and I was like, man, she's so cool. I should be a little bit techy. Nice. I bothered learning how to code because of her. And that's a part of a character that never got into movies, you know? Like, I know. Yeah, that's true. It sucks because she's her, one of her biggest assets is the fact that she's really smart. Hmm. With uh, technology and coding hmm. and things like that, so I was like, you know, if she can do it, I bet I can do it too. Hmm. And uh, I bothered learning how to code for a little while. I probably forgotten most of it, but when I you, did. When learn. you give up on the learning French and the fingerless gloves, kid, when um, did you grow out of the fingerless gloves? About a week after I started, <laughs> no, the fingerless gloves are still mine. The French part was about a week after I started it. Ah. Yeah, I think the thing is when you spend money on being something, I think that's surprising. Like when I was yeah. in college. um and i had just started uh, you know drinking and experimenting with alcohol mm-hmm. uh and be uh, i think that that was the year how i met your mother had just started so all of my friends would like get together to watch it and we thought it was the show yeah uh and robin chawaski again a journalist on mm. that show uh you know you should like be one of those hardcore i can drink so much and uh, scotch and i know mm. i really want to be that i really started to drink whiskey and like appreciate it and be like yeah i can handle my liquor and that kind of girl yeah um unnecessary alcohol problems for that and money spending uh but i still feel cool about it. i still feel really cool about it you know and whiskey is good whiskey <laughs> okay too much it. enough madman you know whiskey is the way to go i also i remember when i watched uh, almost famous for the first time and mm. i was like i want that life Yeah, like I want to follow like a producer Abbas's head just went up. That's that's his all-time yeah. favorite movie. Yeah, it's one of the best, and I just wanted to follow musicians and be like. I always felt like I wouldn't have enough passion to be a musician, but yeah. I love to fa- follow around other people with passion. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> like, I remember oh, once uh, I want to tell a story about Abbas at Go this for point it. because oh, Abbas is a producer sitting around. Let's, yeah, so let's I remember once once we were like rap, wrapping up rehearsals and Abbas was leaving, so we're like, let's watch a movie after this. So Kabir and I, Abbas went to the washroom and we're like, let's tell him that we're watching Almost Famous and. Let's see his reaction. This <laughs> was you were gonna watch like something like John Wick or something. So then we said, let's watch uh, Almost Famous. Abbas comes and I'm like, we're gonna watch Almost Famous. He's like, yeah, which one? I'm like, director's cut. Okay, maybe I'll sit for some time and sits down and watches half an hour of the movie and then goes. So yeah, I think he, and the movie speaks to him on a spiritual level as well. I can imagine. I can imagine. Yes. It's one of those movies. All right. So um, fun stuff, guys. Yes. Uh, I wish I really want to see those fingerless gloves. At some I, point. I will get them. At some point, I will. Guys. I'll look for my Lacoste t-shirts as well. <laughs> Yeah. And get some whiskey yeah. along. Yeah, like it's channel your, uh, you know, Kevin Arnold. Yeah. It's Kevin time. Arnold, it's get time. it back. Yes. Get that fashion back. All right. So this was our show. You can find the edited episode. Uh, it will be out on Monday. And uh, from now on, of course, we're going to be live every Wednesday. We have a schedule, guys. We every Wednesday call. at five pm, we will be live talking about um, all kinds of pop culture stuff that we love and enjoy and uh, have maybe ruined us a little bit. Uh, you know. This is uh, most of the time. Most of the time. That's pretty much the job of it. Uh, all right. So, bye, bye, guys. If bye. you have other recommendations, of course, please find us online. Uh, we are IVM Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and that's about it. Yes. Find us. Tell yes. us other recommendations, guys. Yes. Bye. Recommend to the recommenders. Ciao.